Welcome to Why Though. We're your hosts, Tiffany Bloom and Ashley Abercrombie. We land somewhere in between Mother Teresa and Biggie Smalls, and we're just wondering, why though? We all have questions, from our existential crisis curiosities to our, hey girl, why your eyebrows look so good though? And we want to tackle all of those questions with you. Welcome back to Why Though. Tiffany and I are so very excited that you chose to join us for this podcast because summer is coming. And we know that people are starting after spring break, after, you know, the spring starts blooming, then the hot summer is coming and people start falling off the map. And so we wanted to do a podcast to help you out. And so this week is all about why you need to take back your life, though, and all the areas. And we want to have a conversation about how you can do that. Tiffany, what are some areas of our lives that we need to take back? Take back. Take, <laughs> take back. Well, take first, that, take I that. just have to say, summer <laughs> is, it can feel so monotonous, huh? Right. It just is going on and on. And didn't you say, uh, for you, I think, you said to me the other day, you're about to have your kids home with you all summer long, and you're like, oh, snap, I need mm-hmm. a plan. <laughs> uh-huh. I do need a plan. Oh, I didn't realize I needed yeah. a plan to like this week, but yes. <laughs> yes, same. I'm about to have both of them home all summer, and I am one for a routine, and summer kind of puts that all to a halt, so if I don't assess what's working, what's not internally and externally, um, we'll all just end up in the fetal position eating spicy Cheetos, and it'll just be a mess. So, a few ways... <laughs> to take back your home we're gonna i want to break a few of these down i'm going to say them all up front and then i want to break them down i think number one spiritually number two relationally number three systematically number four organizationally and number five socially i think it's so important to really not just be in your life but be able to step back and work on your life and I remember when a girlfriend, we were hanging out, our kids, it was summertime, and they were dancing in the backyard and having popsicles the whole nine yards. And as she was leaving, she said, I'm so tired. I just need to take back my life. And it really struck me, like, what would that mean to take back my life? And so I think this idea first of spiritually, is there something within you that is just causing such anxiety and frustration and just depression, whatever the case may be, first before handling anything externally, being able to look internally and bring that before the Lord because things can really wear us down. Worry can wear us down. Philippians 4, 6 through 7 tells us don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. That last part, his peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. So before you can even look at the external, I think you first have to look spiritually. Where are you at? How are you doing? Is there something you need to bring before the Lord? Do you need to just be with him? Has it been a minute since you've just been alone with him, brought your whole self, the broken and the whole to him, and then inviting his peace to guard your heart and mind as you live in him. I think second, relationally, I think where there is relational strife, there is so much room for resentment and anger 
to fester. If you need to apologize in order to move forward from the mess that is in your home, don't hesitate. The people you live with at work relationally, and I'm not talking socially about with all your friends, the people that you have to be with that maybe you're not always choosing to be with, <laughs> but really, um, if there is some strife that is causing bitterness or resentment, being able to go forward, work that out because that's a weight you carry around and we're not meant to do that. So really taking a minute to assess, is there something relationally that needs to be addressed? I think next systematically. I am a firm believer in a schedule, as you probably know, because the summer can make me want to, again, end up with spicy Cheetos on my hands in the fetal position. It's so easy to lose our footing. And I, (laughs) I'm just always constantly surprised how exhausted I am at the end of each day. Um, whether it's, I have kids or not, or whether I'm working or not. And while that sounds crazy, I think, you know, having a schedule, even if you're like, like things a little more loosey goosey, having somewhat of a set schedule systematically in the summer is a gift to everybody. It's a gift to you to know what to expect. You can start to, um, consciously or subconsciously anticipate what's coming and make room for, uh, time with people, time alone, uh, time to get stuff done, really making sure that you have time, not you're just going, going, going hard, trying to keep things moving, or you're having too much downtime where you feel like, oh my gosh, what am I doing with my life? So being able to have a good rhythm. I think we're, we're, we're people of rhythms and, and that, you know, the message version, um, I love how it talks about the unforced rhythms of grace. So if we are inviting that in our spiritual lives and in our soul, I think systematically there's some rhythms there that, um, are really necessary. I think next organizationally, um, are you tripping over everything in your room, in your world? Do you, do you need a Marie Kondo your life? Because some of us do there needs to be a purge and not the one with those scary commercials on Hulu, but a purge of the stuff where everything's falling off the shelves. Everything's, you know, it just that, you know, I hate to say that this is true because I don't totally agree with it, but that messy life, messy mind thing, being able to think about organizationally what needs to change, purge what's not useful, necessary, needed, because those small stressors caused by disarray, they add up real quick. Mm -hmm. Because here's the thing, there's low-grade stress surrounding us of things that we've created. (laughs) So if we can pull those out of our life and out of our day, we'll be pretty surprised about how much uh, it brings a sense of calm and peace. And I think last, socially. I think community matters. It can be so easy in the summer to go without getting plugged in to your faith community, to your people, to people you really are accountable to and that you share the vulnerable parts of your life with and walking through life is not for the faint of heart we certainly were never meant to wait through this alone but summer has a way of giving us ample amounts of time alone and it's it's really important to schedule it to make time to show up to be with your people in the summer and actually you've told me a few times where in new york everybody leaves for the summer Mm-hmm. And so it's this whole different thing. Whereas when you lived in LA, it was summer year round. So everybody was mm-hmm. there all the time. 
It's so true. And I do think, yes, lots of people leave the city, but something you said socially, because that community is so important. But then also what I find socially when it comes to taking back your life, sometimes we've got too much on our schedule. We're doing too Mm -hmm. many things socially and it's not meaningful or connective in a deep way. And so we're just tired and running rampant or staying up till 3 a.m. or have an event every single night of the week, including whatever our job is. And I think part of taking your life back socially is not only realizing like, okay, what are the areas where I might feel alone? Is there anything I need to unpack with someone, but also, am I just doing too much? (laughs) Because you can feel so stressed. And summer has a lot of great events, even though it's ghost town in New York, no joke on the weekends. During the (laughs) week, it's normal life, but on the weekends, everybody's gone. Um, But still, are we doing too much? Because that can add unnecessary stress to your life, managing that. It really can. And it's something with the sun, you know, I have to be honest, I can get a little bummed and a case of the blues as it starts to get sunny because I'm so that is very interesting yeah say more I've never heard this in my life keep going yeah no I could never even imagine it (laughs) (laughs) I know it's because I know there's you know so much unstructured time and I'm so type a right and having my kids home all day and have filling that whole day up until bedtime mm. when there's still work I need to get done I work from home mm-hmm. they're home so it's just I I'm, I mean just to be honest I do and so I think that's another reason why I think this is so valuable to take back your life because things can just cave in on you and it can feel like you're just trying to keep your head above water Mm -hmm. and like you said running rampant to try to fill the time but is it actually edifying is it actually growing you in ways that are life-giving to you and the people around you whether it be at work or your family or what the you know in your faith community so I think we always need to be able to assess um what's working and what's not you know That being said, I can see, you know, from a scheduling standpoint, how that could give you the blues like that absolutely makes sense to me because I know my whole rhythm is about to be disrupted. And so that without a rhythm for me personally, my life feels like I just have to lay down and take it. And what I think I've had to realize in taking back my life is that I don't have to be a victim to circumstance. Like I actually have a choice over my calendar. I actually have a choice over how I schedule my day. I actually do have a choice, even if it isn't my my first choice. (laughs) I do have a choice in how I'm going to spend my time and when I get a sitter and when I get help and when I rest and how I rest. And so I think that's an important thing for me to remember in taking back my life because I could lay down and let life happen to me. And I think we each have to make that very tough resistance resilient decision to stand up and go, okay, what, what am I in control of? Um, and, and what can I do to bring order and stability to my life and also rest, you know, mm-hmm. um, another thing that I think we struggle with is, you know, and maybe this speaks to the systems that you mentioned and potentially rolls into relationally or spiritually, but, um, you know, not making time for replenishing rest. So I think sometimes what I could call rest is like, okay, great. I'm going to scroll Instagram and catch up with everybody. And I'm going to chill and watch a few episodes of Netflix or whatever it might be. And then at the end of that time, I don't feel any more replenished. So you Mm -hmm. have like rested and laid like a vegetable, but I'm not replenished. And so then I could go the next day feeling like, man, why am I not? I don't feel rest. Like, I don't feel restful at all. What is this? What's happening? And it's because I haven't given myself any replenishing time. And so I think it's really important to figure out what are the things that replenish us? um, And how do we get those things in our life and systems? I love that you shared that because I don't think most of us are walking around thinking, oh, I need new systems to take my life back. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But it's so true. We make 
thousands of decisions every day, right? Because we have to mm-hmm. in the world that we live in. We make thousands of decisions. And so because of that, are, are our systems helping us? Are we doing things that are just unnecessary? Do we have additional decisions that we could just eliminate from our life that yes. would really, really help us? You know, Are there decisions we don't need to make? that would just help us not even have that thought in our brain or not even have that idea in our brain or even an ideal in our brain, (laughs) you know? So getting stuff ready so that we can replenish our life with good things instead of just constantly numbing out from our own life. Um, And Tiff, you have this awesome thing in your bathroom, your downstairs bathroom. What does that poster say that's... Basically, it's it's the idea of like working to create a life you don't have to um, take a vacation from. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, live a life that you don't need a vacation Bam. for. Bam. And so I think that's part of this, right? Like all of us are figuring out how do we take back our life so that we we don't feel like, man, I got to get out of here for three days and that'll really mm-hmm. help me. It's like, well, don't we all want to create a life that we love so that, yes, we might be tired or yes, we might be going through hard things, but man, we love our life and we don't have to take a seven day vacation once a year to feel like we still love it. <laughs> and and. And that's when we only love it, right? Because we're working for the weekend and we're working so we can take our paid time off. And nobody in there every day on a normal Tuesday or a Thursday, whatever the case may be, they don't want to feel like they're operating out of a deficit. So that's why these things, although they're simple, we're thinking through what life can look like. It makes the world of a difference. I really like, Ashley, how you differentiated between rest and replenishing your soul, your spirit, your mind, your body. I think that is so powerful because replenishing is is so necessary, especially again during the summer when it can feel like everything's leaking and you're bleeding to death and you're so (laughs) tired. And you're like, how do I, I just need to go sleep or I just need to go whatever. And it's really asking Mm -hmm. yourself, what does replenish me? What does boost my energy, Mm -hmm. you know, emotionally, physically, spiritually? What are some of those life-giving things for you, Tiff, that you do like on a daily or weekly or monthly basis? I'm going to start with the practical. Yeah. Um, One of them is I take American ginseng. It's an all-natural supplement. I needed something that I don't need like Red Bull. Right. I just need something to make it to bedtime. Yep. And this is already assuming that we're drinking enough water. Mm -hmm. Um, But that has been a huge game changer. And I was, you know looking for something real natural and the lady at Whole Foods was like, have you tried this? And it has made the world of a difference. And also with that iron, taking an iron pill, especially as a woman, yeah. woman, we are, you know, having those times of the month where we lose iron and we need to replenish our body mm-hmm. with iron. So I can't even tell you, Ashley, what a difference it's made to my energy and my mood. It's been crazy. Just mm-hmm. ginseng and iron. So mm-hmm. very practical. I think another thing to replenish is journaling for me to process what I'm going through and to process what I hope will come and to lay down my prayers. It's been really, really helpful to replenish my spirit, soul, just to have that time to get um, my subconscious thoughts into my conscious brain and out on paper so they can't (laughs) torment me or haunt me. Um, yeah. I think another thing is, of course, sleep. Sleep is so, so needed. Let's never underestimate the power of sleep. And even on the weekends, if there is time to take a nap, take in the nap if there, if there, if that is allowed and I have that kind of, um, availability. Mm-hmm. So I know those are rather practical, but those replenish me. I think, um, I would say lastly, talking to a really good friend and really being yeah. able to, whether if I can share a meal with that person, if they live in town 
or just really share what's going on and let them encourage me and ask for prayer openly say i need you to pray for this can you pray for me and if the lord reveals something to you in your belly would you speak that over me would you speak that encouragement over me i think um that's been really helpful Oh, that's so what good. What about you? What replenishes you? Yeah, so um, a couple. I love that you brought it down to the practical. So here's some practicals for me, too. Um, you know, I don't sleep in, with my phone anymore. So I used to have it right by my bedside. But I recognized that it was way too easy for me in the middle of the night when I wake up to pick it up or in the morning, let that be kind of the first thing I pick up. And so now I don't sleep with it by my bed. I put it by my window so that I can have a few thoughts before I grab my phone. And then for vitamins, same thing. I recently had to get back into vitamins again. I take, um, I, I do a B12 spray and a vitamin C and a vitamin D pill. Um, So vitamin D has become more important to me living in New York, right? Because Los Mm. Angeles, I had vitamin D daily, but Mm -hmm. I really noticed like my mood's affected and vitamin D really, really helps me. Um, And then coffee, man, I just love coffee. I drink it all day long. I know that's not kosher. It absolutely (laughs) can make your body very acidic and dehydrated, but I love it, guys. It is my happiness. Um, Something else weekly for me is books. Um, Mm, I mean, Tiffany and her husband, Derek, and I, when I was just in Tacoma this weekend, we had this wonderful conversation about all the books that were reading. So that is an absolute replenishment for me. I read every single night. I have my little Kindle white light and I read for a good hour every single night before I go to bed and it it replenishes my soul. And then once a week, I'm not a type of person who can get up every single day or have a set apart time every day to read my Bible. I definitely take a moment during the day to pray or worship because those things refresh my soul. But I only do like a true sit down, study, journal, get my thoughts out there once a week. And so I make sure I have time for that. Um, And then friendships, you know, you mentioned this one too, but a couple weeks ago I realized, um, man, every single time I feel really, really alone, I realized I was calling out. So I'm calling out to friends in California or Tiffany in Tacoma or a dear friend in Arizona or a friend in Texas. And I realized I need to do better about calling people who are here, who I know love Mm -hmm. me and I love them. And if something really happened at three o'clock in the morning, they would show up. And so I intentionally made a decision, like I'm going to be doing that. I'm going to reach out to them more, see them more. And so I set up several times to spend time with people that I love because it's important to me. Um, and then just my my last two, um, church, being a part of a faith community has so blessed my life, being able to serve. And I lead a recovery group for women and just being able to meet with women during the week who are asking questions or need some help or looking for insight or understanding. It replenishes me to be able to give away all the difficult lessons I've learned. Um, and then uh, once a month, my husband and I try to make a date night. It used to be weekly for us, but now that we have little kids and live in a very expensive city, it's literally only once a month, but we try to maximize that time and, <laughs> and spend some good connective time with one another. So those are some of my like weekly, daily, monthly, these replenish my soul. <laughs> oh, I love it. Thank you for sharing that. That was amazing. I think, um, I want to just echo reading. I, it is just, a just puts wind in my sails. Yes. Reading, reading, reading. It really is so sweet. You feel like you're not alone. Yes. You're learning something. Yes. And you're reminded this world is big and robust and everyone's fighting a battle, including yourself. Yes. It's just such, it's so life-giving. It so is. I'm always looking for those moments to say like, oh, I'm not alone. Me too. Like Mm -hmm. daily, I want to hear that from someone, whether it's in person or it's online or it's through a book. I want to normalize my human experience as much as possible because it keeps me sane. (laughs) Oh, good thing. I want to add one last thing that we do so religiously in our home, but I hardly think to share about it in a time like this is 
We listen to jazz during dinner. Love we it. We listen to a lot of Miles Davis. And our favorite is Kind of Blue. And I can hear my husband popping the wine and putting on some Miles Davis. And he's starting to get some onions sizzling. And it's just, oh, it's so refreshing. It's a minute to just be. And it's uh, it's been very life-giving to us. And so, and lastly, I just want to follow up again, a faith community. If yeah. this... Summer can be the time where we drop off, huh? Yes, I mean, especially both, in our city, for sure. Yeah, oh man, <laughs> yeah. And uh, and we just encourage you stay connected, yeah. stay connected to your house of worship. And if you aren't a part of a house of worship, we um, we we are going to be praying for you, and we hope that you would consider venturing to a place where you can join with others who are on a journey and learning just like you learning who God is, yeah. what this life's all about, and what they're created to do, and how they can partner with others for goodness all over the yeah. world. So hmm. we encourage you to do that. Any last words, Ashley? I think just reminding you that, you know, summer doesn't have to be the time where you check out of your life. And, and also that can be an indicator of how to manage your life all year long. So you don't feel like, man, I just got to really take a break or gosh, I'm going to enter into this like sort of blast space for the next three months. And yeah. I think we all want to grow And Hey, how do we manage our energy efficiently? And how do we manage our relationships in such a way that they're life giving? And how do we prioritize serving others so that we can feel fulfilled and that our life has meaning outside? side of our our worldview our perspective our one little life and i think that those things are so important for us as we consider entering into this summer season and tiffany and i just love you listeners and we are Mm. for you and we want you to be thriving in your day-to-day life and for you to continue to tackle every single hurdle that comes your way and for you to continue to experience god's grace and goodness in your life and so summer doesn't have to be the time where you're like goodbye life goodbye world it's all just happening to me but you can continue to rise up and have this beautiful experience of rest as you process whatever you are walking through yes and amen (laughs) all right listeners we'll see you next week bye-bye bye hey listeners remember to subscribe and comment it helps others to find the show to learn more about Tiffany's writing, speaking, or books, visit TiffanyBloom.com. To learn more about Ashley's writing, speaking, or books, visit AshAbercrombie.org. See you next week.